Hi, everybody. Welcome to The Right Side with Doug Billings. Thanks for watching and listening. If you're listening, you're on one of the major podcast platforms in the country, and we appreciate it. We're on all of them, so make sure that you find us, The Right Side with Doug Billings, on any podcast platform. Over on YouTube, Doug Billings, uh, Facebook, at The Right Side with Doug Billings, and on Twitter, and CloudHub and Parler at Doug Billings. So, news outlets, CNN, Fox News, MSNBC, they're all incorrectly projecting Biden as the winner currently. Currently, that's an incorrect projection, ladies and gentlemen. To think that Biden is the winner now with so many multiple incredible lawsuits filed against the the process is simply intellectually immature and it's wrong. Biden may well be the eventual winner, but so may be President Trump. And I'm just going to call out OANN, One American News Network, Breitbart and Newsmax for not caving to the pressure. So yeah, I'm I'm just following Newsmax, Breitbart, and OANN at this point. Everyone else has caved to the intellectual immaturity of calling a winner, projecting a winner, when they shouldn't be because of all of these multiple incredible lawsuits that are being filed against um, the process with voter fraud, which includes, but it's not limited to, falsifying ballots, actually printing ballots, multiple votes from dead people. Then, of course, there's the, 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 the deletion, the suppression of, and the destruction of valid ballots that were for President Trump. So look, this, what I'm saying transcends any political party, and it transcends any political candidate. You can tell by the set here at the right side with Doug Billings where my political allegiances lie. But what I'm telling you transcends my admiration and my love and my support for President Trump. It also transcends my disdain for President Biden and the radical socialist communist agenda agenda that he represents. What I'm saying here should not be controversial. Every legal vote should be counted. And every illegal vote should not be counted. How is that possibly at all considered controversial? How could anybody disagree with that statement? So now, tell me if you've noticed this. There has been a relatively low-keyed President Trump lately. A lot of the members of his inner circle, purposefully low-keyed. Now, I, I know that outside of the legendary and the great Rudy Giuliani, who we need, Mr. Mayor, we need you more now than ever, and thank you for your efforts. You're working your ass off. We see it. So aside from Rudy, or aside from Rona McDaniel, the leader of the GOP, and Richard Grinnell, most of President Trump's inner circle has been relatively low-key this week. Why is that, do you think? I've got a few sneaking suspicions about that. Because they have a plan, ladies and gentlemen. They have a plan, and they're working on that plan behind the scenes. The ballots will be sorted. They're going to be audited, and there's going to be verification, checks of voters. We're going to ascertain whether or not there were actual and legal votes as opposed to illegal votes. 
They're all working on this behind the scenes, and that's why, in many regards, they've been so low-keyed. Many of you ask, and I've seen it when I posted it on social media about this audit, you ask, and rightly so, well, how can we possibly audit votes that have been, or ballots that have been destroyed, dumped in trash dumpsters, burned, whatever? Okay, so legitimate questions. How do you do it? Let me try to dig in from a high level about the audit process. So the, the audit process is different than the recount. Okay, there will be recounts based on the the, the tightness of a of an election, but it's going to to involve ballots that are missing to us to ascertain whether or not the registered voters on on their rosters voted, and it's going to take time. But there's there's ways they do that. There's there's machinery they can check the the computers if they voted online at, at the polling stations, you know, electronically, but also they will have to look at the software package that they use and in most states and uh, use a certain uses a certain software package it's called Dominion voting systems okay now most of our states use this system not all but here's the key every one of the states in which there is now controversy uses Dominion voting systems to capture and tabulate their votes so in every single contested state and many others, this software package, Dominion Voting Systems, was involved in the fraud. Not saying that the Dominion Voting System itself is fraudulent. I'm saying the people that administered the system in these states where there's controversy are probably committing some sort of fraud, whether hacking or entering into the program to change votes and so forth. We'll see. That's speculation on my part, I admit it, but I think that what that's what they're looking into with regards to these things. So furthermore, then we get into what the state legislatures have to do. They're, they're, they, they play a vital role in all of this. They'll, they're going to conduct post-election audit checks, okay? And that, that means that the equipment, the procedures that was used to count the votes, they're going to make sure that it was working properly. They're going to check the systems, audit the systems, and then they'll make sure that they, the systems yielded the correct results and the correct outcome. This will be done with observers from both sides present. And it's usually a statutory requirement in each of the state legislatures. Okay, they have to do this. So, I mean, the phrase post-election audits can have a bunch of different meaning meanings. Um, but it's primarily checking ballots, paper ballots, most of the time, because electronic ones are easily audited and checked. But the time constraint and the time-consuming process is check, checking the paper ballots or, or paper records against the results that were created by the voting system, the Dominion software system in this case that's in question. In most places, again, where there is controversy, check that, in all of the states that we are now seeing controversy, the Dominion voting system software has been used. So 38 states plus the District of Columbia have an audit process like this in place already. So it's not like we have to go out there and invent the wheel again. Paper records used in an audit have to include voter-marked paper ballots, or they could include those things. They could include voter-verified paper audit trails. Um, they could be produced by direct recording electronic voting machines. Those are DREs. Or they could be paper ballots. Okay, So there's a, there's a lot of different avenues to pursue with regards to an audit. But typically... You know, if this were any other year, just a sample of these, usually an audit happens every year, every election, and they do it as you go. They take a sample here, they take a sample there, and so forth. Now, this year, they're going to have to audit all of the votes, 
and it's going to take time. So that's why rushing to proclaim a projected winner in the midst of all of this controversy is it's intellectually immature. That's the only way I can sub- describe it. It's it's crazy to do it. And I, for the life of me, you know, I, I can understand the progressive stations, CNN, MSNBC, and the kooky ones out there, but Fox, Fox News rushing to project Biden, the, the winner, in the midst of all of this, they don't, they don't even put an asterisk next to it and say, well, you know, but there is this contention and there is this investigation and allegations seem to be credible and there's multiple ones. So why don't we look into it before we project? But at any rate, so anyway, it, it, post-election audits can lead to a full recount if errors are detected, but they're, they're different from a recount, like I said, because recount these audits are conducted regardless regardless of the margins of victory that we're talking about. Their audits are instigated when we think there's fraud or criminality. Recounts typically and usually are instigated when the race is too close to call by virtue of just the raw numbers. So there it is. That's a high-level look uh, at, at the election and an audit and how it happens. I'm sure that uh, it's 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 much more involved and complicated than this, this Reader's Digest version. But now that Justice Alito has ordered that the ballots in Pennsylvania, for example, that, that have arrived after the deadline, he's ordered that those be sequestered, secured, and guarded. So they're going to examine those ballots. Um, now, of course, it begs the question, do we have all of them? How do we know that you know we're not missing some that have been counted that shouldn't have been, and so forth? We'll have to uh, let that process take care of itself, but it's a legitimate question. But look, folks, you know the bottom line here is be at peace, be at peace with the legal process. And I know some of you have anxiety uh, about the legal process, and you don't trust it. You know, the Supreme Court, you think, you know, you don't trust it. They've recently ruled against President Trump in some ways. But, you know, aside from John Roberts, we know who we're getting. John Roberts is not a reliable conservative judge. It's it's true. But they're working furious, furiously, I can tell you, on the back end of this thing in the Trump camp. That's why they've been so low key. There's a lot going on, watermarks on the on the official ballots and so forth. You've seen the news reports of that, I'm sure, where the official ballots have a watermark on it, invisible to the naked eye, but with a with a proper light, you can see it. And so they'll they'll take into account all of these things. President Trump and his team apparently had some sort of a in the Department of Homeland Security had a plan in place long ago to make sure, a sting operation, if you will, to make sure that the legal votes were tallied and, and tabulated. So we'll see how, how it all plays out. Have faith in it and give yourself permission to be at peace with that. So we'll see what happens. I think that, um, you know, it's useless to, to get upset and rant and rave about it. Uh, I, I try to uh, today uh, convey to you a, a message of hope, calm trust in the system, and let's just see what happens. But it's far too early to be proclaiming and projecting any winner, Biden or Trump. It's much too close. There are many, many credible and multiple accusations and allegations of voter fraud. We're fully aware of them. So let's just see what happens. And the other side may just be shocked when this entire thing is reversed. So let's see. Let's just see. All right. So give yourself permission to be at ease, sleep well tonight, 
And don't forget to look at that pack of blessings that you have upon your back, ladies and gentlemen, because it's there. And there are many blessings in this life and in this country to be thankful for. So let's continue to fight for the truth, for the legitimate voting process that the founders uh, intended this republic to endeavor upon. And let's have each other's backs out there. Let's support each other. Let's support the president. Wrap him up. Circle him in prayer. And let's make sure that we continually ask God to bless not only President Trump, but us and our families, and that his divine providence continues to guide and to watch over the American Republic. Until we meet again, I'm Doug Billings right here on the right side with Doug Billings. Cheers. (laughs) 